And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the 76ers episode. So as you can probably guess at this point, we are going to talk about the 76ers all-time starting five. And I don't think I have much in the way of housekeeping again this week because all five of us are here. We don't have a guest, nothing crazy going on. So let's get started. Drew, who is your Philadelphia 76ers all-time point guard? Allen Iverson. He's also mine. He's also mine. He's also mine. Make it five. I didn't know a way could ever be positive about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can't make a 76ers team without Allen Iverson on it. Yeah. Well, hold Allen Iverson averaged 27, six, six assists, four rebounds, two steals, nothing to do with block. He ain't blocking enough shots. <laughs> so we won't even talk about that. Um, I mean, he's a four-time scoring champ, three-time steal champ, seven-time All-NBA, 11-time All-Star. He made the All-Rookie team. He was the Rookie of the Year. Um, he has an MVP. He's on the 75th anniversary team. I mean, a lot of that all came in Philly, too. He led him to the finals. Um, he was the only person to beat Shaq and Kobe that year in the playoffs. Um, I mean, there wasn't really much he could do that year, but, I mean, he got him there. Um, we all know about AI's work ethic, I guess. We, <laughs> we talk um, about practice. Practice? practice? We talk about it, but we don't go to it. <laughs> um, I I think he was pretty obvious choice for the seventy sixers, their point guard. I mean yeah. I mean we don't really have to worry too much, I think, about his defense. I mean what he'll do for this team defensively is play the passing lanes. I mean that's what he did anyway. Yeah. But with having two all time great centers later on, he won't have to worry about getting blown by. I mean truthfully, I think the best point guard for Philly would be Mo Cheeks. But AI is the best guard. Yeah, he's the most talented guard. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I I looked at Cheeks for just a minute, and it's like, I really liked Mo Cheeks. He was a great player, five times all D and, and so on. But AI's got to be there. He's yeah. got to be, you know, unless you can find a, a way to make him shooting guard. But Cheeks didn't have good enough numbers to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. And kick someone else off that. Yeah, you just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah, I agree with Wade's statement earlier. Like, I couldn't leave AI off, yeah. but I didn't want to try and make him the shooting guard because I feel like you're just setting your team up to get abused defensively if he's right. if he's yeah. the two guard. Yep, just put him yeah. at point guard. I'd say. Yep. Yeah, it's at least not a giant size mismatch in a right. lot of cases if he's the yeah. point guard. I mean, so. I mean, he's quick, like we said. Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. yeah. He's quick. He's very quick. For a point guard, he's still a little small, but he's not so small it's ridiculous. Right, yeah. And he was always he always had quick hands. He always played the passing lanes, got a bunch of steals. He's athletic enough. He can keep up with point guards. Yeah, and he's yeah. yeah absolutely. And some people will shoot over him, but it won't be anything like – like he'll be around the same size as guys like Isaiah Thomas and Chris Paul, and you know a lot of other point guards. Oh yeah, be fine. yeah yep, be. I agree. And, but the other the other problem or the other part of it is too is he is going to bust your point guard's ass on the other end of the floor. Yes, like you're, he's going to make your point guard work and work and work. Yep. Yeah. He's gonna, <laughs> he's going to wear him out. Indeed. All right. Well, anybody else have anything to say about AI before we move on to shooting guard? Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Well, Wade, who is your 76ers shooting guard? I shuffled good old Dr. J down in the shooting guard. I did as well. I uh, did too. I did too. Make it five. Wow. Oh, wow. All five of us did that? I'm, I'm a little surprised that all five of us did that. <laughs> I hope we We might have a. I hope we, we might be out of here. Because <laughs> I. Yeah, talk it there. But, uh,. I mean, yeah, Dr. J, I mean, again, another iconic 76er that I don't think he can leave off the 76ers all the time. No. He had to be there. Yeah. Dr. J is just, yeah. He's an iconic 76er. He's just just an NBA icon in general. He's one of the most famous, most popular players in NBA history due to the fact that how amazingly athletic he was and all the amazing plays he could make and... All the crazy things he could do in the air that, you know, not very many people in the history of the NBA could 
can duplicate, you know, one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. Um, you know, tremendous score, rebounder. Um, wasn't necessarily the greatest defender, but he used athleticism and lengths to force a lot of turnovers. Um, and yeah, you know, he, he got it, he helped, uh, won a championship there. He, uh, you know, it was, you know, back in the day when they had Moses and Cheeks and all those guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's an all time great player. He made all of our top 50 lists. Probably was in by what most of our top 30s, 25s. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, so he's obviously going to make the 76ers team. And yeah, I thought he was a good choice for the two guard. Yeah. And the 76ers have a plethora of big guys, so being able to slide him down, I thought was important. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, his numbers, I don't think we set them in Philadelphia are 22 points, six rebounds, four assists, a steal and a block on 50% shooting. 77% from the line. We did we did form kind of a very poor shooting backcourt here. But my whole team can't shoot. Yeah, so yeah, was, mine too. Yeah, we don't my, have a single shooter on this team. I don't even no. really care, to be honest. <laughs> so that was yep. I'll I'll tell you my problems with this team once we finish. Yeah. I've got two. I'm starting <laughs> to think we might all have a maybe the same lineup. Could we uh, yeah, so you think close. we got a unanimous week? Maybe. Uh, could maybe. be close. All right. All right. The wild card is being quiet over there, so we'll see. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> All right, Uncle Doug, who would be your small forward? Uh, Sir Charles. He's also He's mine. mine. He's mine. No, I got Ben Simmons. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I got Barkley. Oh man, Ben Simmons. Yes, that would have been. I, I think that would have been a wild card to say the least. Yeah. Yes. All right, I'll Sir Charles. Well, Uncle Doug, you got anything to tell us about Barkley? Oh, the round mound of rebound. Uh, Charles had a little over 23 points a game, uh, almost 12 rebounds, um, almost four assists. Um, Charles is just a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. Also a steal and a block. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, the thing I ran into was he had to be on the team, but They've got so many good big guys, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, he's the one I can probably slide down yep. to small forward. <laughs> yep, that was my thought process as well. I uh, mean, he was a he was an athletic freak. Oh yeah, he was, especially in those days. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. In Philly, he got up and down the floor like no other. He was a little ball of explosiveness that got up and down the floor and exploded through and over people. Oh, yeah. Um, getting to the basket, especially in his younger days in Philadelphia. He's he's Zion. Right. But he that plays. He stay on the floor. <laughs> yeah. He stays on the floor and rebounds. Right, yeah. 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 He may not be as freaky athletic as Zion is. I mean, he was athletic, but I don't know if he's as Zion, but he could, yeah. This, 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 what, pretty, this is what Zion could be. Yeah. If Zion had that's, some work, I think stay on the floor. That's a that's the yeah. thing that kills me is okay when Zion is is healthy, we see what he you know he's he's doing some really good things, but he's still not doing Barkley things. Right? No, not even close rebounding wise. No, and no. Bar- Barkley was a pretty good passer. Yeah, for a yeah. for a power he's forward, in, he's, almost he's, four assists. Yeah, he's at yeah. four assists for his career, not just for like a couple yeah. seasons right. for his career. And young Barkley was hell of explosive. I I know I've said it like three times now, but he's. I, I think some people don't realize how how crazy of an athlete he was, especially you know in the Philly days. He was, and he he developed a a decent little jumper. He even shot threes. Um, not always at the most efficient rate, but he could knock down a few. Yeah, you could always tell when Barkley was getting tired because he started putting up more threes. <laughs> <laughs> but he consistently hit mid-range jumpers. Yeah, um, he did. And he, yeah. he could knock you down a three or two a game. Yeah, he, he only shot 24% from three in Philly, but he was up to um, almost 31% in, in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And Charles is a pretty smart player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't want you to think he's all that smart, but he is. He's a very smart guy, and he knows basketball. And he was going to attack you however he needed to attack you. He also shot almost 58% from the field for his, for, yeah. for his career in Houston. Uh, 58% is a pretty uh, nice number. What were yeah. his points per game in Philly? 23. 23? 
Okay, gotcha. I missed that part originally. So. All right. It's going to be a pretty fast episode here, boys, and we keep being unanimous in right. that position. What's next? All right. Who's well, Ray, who is your power forward? <laughs> Moses Malone. He, he is, is also mine. mine. Well. Yep, mine as well. He's mine. Yep. All right. I thought about Embiid for about two seconds, and I was like, man, no. after last season's bitch act, I was like, I cannot <laughs> put him on this list. I'm there with you every step of the way, Ray. I did the same thing. I looked at his numbers, and I, I didn't know. All I got to say is, fo fo fo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Embiid couldn't do that even if he tried. <laughs> Obviously not. And the problem is, I'm not sure he's trying. <laughs> I think Embiid's is 2-2-2. Two, two, two. That's going to be... <laughs> Losing the second round (laughs) three years in a row. Too too little, too late. (laughs) Blaming on somebody else. It was Ben's fault. It was James's fault. No, it's your fault, bro. The MVP and your freaking points per game go down by what? Ten points? Rebounds go down by like four? He and Harden go out and score 15 and and 15 and 9 respectively in game 7 and then after the game he goes, well, me and James can't do it by ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) He's heard. Can't even score thirty points. <laughs> even as bad as Harden was in in some of those games, I wasn't even mad at Harden because he had two great games, which yeah, we've never really did. seen before. Yeah. He won right. one of the games by himself. Actually. He scored like forty six in one of the games. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he well, more than did his part. There was yeah. a game where Embiid didn't play, and James carried him to a victory. And well, then he had yeah, to... when, when they won game one with Harden beat, I'm like, oh, the seventy sixers are actually going to do this. Harden like mm-hmm. hit a game winner, had like forty some yeah. points, and the other there's another game where he had like thirty some and like twelve assists or something. Yeah, I was like, and Embiid couldn't carry him for a single game. It's just like, ugh. So is this Moses' second team, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he was on the Rockets. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, Moses' second team. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. And Dr. J's second team. Yep. Uh, I bet Barkley gets his second team next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I bet he will too. Uh, this will be our center's second team too. So yeah, that's what happens when you got yeah. Everyone but AI. <laughs> no, he's on Denver. Oh, yeah, he is on Denver. We, we put him on Denver because we put that death <laughs> we lineup did. in. We did. I forgot about we that. We put an all-offensive lineup for Denver. So this whole team's already <laughs> This is all their second teams, yeah. Yeah. As long as someone doesn't fuck up the center spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Barclays it hasn't isn't officially on a second team yet. Right. <laughs> but we know he's going to be. Anyway. But, I mean, that, that's what happens, though. I mean... You put in a time, you grit and grind, you don't bitch and complain, and you end up on a team twice. <laughs> and Bede, gimme, 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 cry, 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 bitch, don't make a team. There you go. All right. Here's the thing. Embiid could go on putting up big regular season numbers for the rest of his career like this, and he's probably not going to replace Moses or Will. No. No, because first of all, no one puts up bigger numbers than Will. <laughs> right? Well, Chamberlain is the numbers guy. And we want to argue numbers. It's yeah. him. Like when we pull up a crazy stat on ESPN, it's like this guy did it four or five times, and then we're like, oh, let's look at number one. Will Chamberlain, two hundred times. It's like, <laughs> yeah, something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. And Moses has three MVPs and carried them to a title. And Beat has no titles and one MVP that we're not even sure he should have won. So yeah, exactly. he's got a ways to go. By the way, Moses is five years in Philly. He averaged 21 points, 12 rebounds, assists, a steal, and a block on 47%. Now, I don't think that really tells the full story, though. He did have a couple of big seasons. He had, his first season in Philly, he went 24-15. and 15. Um, And then he had another season in Philly where he was 24-13. and 13. Um, So he also won three rebounding titles while in Philly. Made the All Star Game all five all five seasons in Philly. I don't know where all of his All NBAs came, so I can't speak to that. But I'm sure he probably made a few All NBAs there. Um, he didn't. All of his MVPs came in Houston, though, didn't they? Did he get one in Philly? Did he win one in Philly? I probably got one in Philly at least. I feel like I can't even remember. I'll roll. I'll scroll down to his awards. Hold on a second. But uh. He might have squeaked one out in Philly. I don't. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember yeah. Well, this is also a guy that made all of our top fifty lists. Yeah, I think he's 
Uh, probably in like the top six or seven of all of our center lists, right? Uh, you know, he wasn't the end of any of our center lists. No, yeah. no. I would say he might well, be. Well, even though he was in like the middle-ish of all of our center lists, I think we all had him pretty high up in our overall list just because the centers are so stacked. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure I had him like in between like 15 and 20 or something like that on the all-time list. He won, he won the MVP his first year in Philly. Yeah. At 24 and 15 year. Yeah. Is he, isn't that the greatest offensive rebounder of all time? Yeah, he's the greatest offensive rebounder yeah. of all time. That is true. And Barkley says that he would have he would have flamed out his career if Moses wouldn't have been a veteran on that team that took Barkley under his wing, got him to clean his act up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he would show up to practice every day and like call Barkley fat ass <laughs> and like shit like that and like make fun of his weight. And like, and was like, you're never gonna be anything in this league until you uh, start getting in shape. And like, but then at the same time, would like take him out to dinner. And like, when Barkley would try and like do something stupid or be rude or anything, he'd be like, "Hey, we're professionals. We don't act that way." Like, and like, really like made him yeah. grow up a little bit. Well, that's good. Right. Every team needs that. Yeah. I understand Moses was being a leader and stuff, but. The- the funniest part about all that is Moses was a fat ass. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. And when he wanted to, he would do what Alex said, four, four, four. But at yeah. other times, you didn't know he wanted to try or not. Yeah. yeah. But Barkley does talk about Moses Malone a lot in, in a positive light. I've heard him talk about him numerous times. Yeah. Well, we've named drafted our centers. Everyone's center wilt. Yeah, he's yeah. my center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Perfect I don't week, think, boys. I don't, I'll say it is a perfect week, and I don't. I'm not. I don't think anybody's surprised that a lot of these guys showed up. Like, yeah, nobody's surprised. Wilt showed up. Nobody's surprised. Doc showed up. I mean, right. like, I don't think any of these guys is a surprise. No. Now, maybe the position we put them at, or whatever the case may be, a little bit of a surprise, but that's it. Barkley playing small forward was really the. I feel like the really only like kind of odd one. But, I mean, I think he could do it. I don't think it's unrealistic. No. No, I don't think so either. Um, Especially in that time period. It'd be a little bit more of a stretch today because of his lack of shooting. But in in the 80s and 90s, him playing small forward, no big thing. Nobody would care. Guys like Anthony Mason and stuff played small forward, and they were big, bulky guys. Sure. Well, and somebody that we left off the list, um, George McGinnis. Yep. He averaged almost 22 points, 11 and a half rebounds, and four assists while he was in Philly. I mean, we just kind of knocked on him, but Embiid's put up some nice numbers in Philly. He has. Embiid yeah. has some really good numbers. I mean, he is one of the best players in the whole NBA. I mean, yeah. and another guy that's made two of our teams. Uh, that's not true. I think he's only made one. Also played for this franchise in Matumbo. Right. Well, then you've got, you know, some other role players for Philly that were pretty good. I mean, you mentioned Mo Cheeks earlier. Mo Cheeks is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mo was a great point mm-hmm. guard. Was Billy Cunningham there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot uh, of the lists I looked at had Billy. Uh, what's his name? The Jones. Man. the Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – but just to name Wilt's uh, Philly stats – um, it's 27 points, 24 rebounds, six assists. <laughs> <laughs> just, just crazy number. Just dumb. Hey, man. Only to be dwarfed by his, uh, his Warriors numbers of 41 points, 25 <laughs> rebounds. <laughs> yeah. It's just stupid. But yeah, wow. 27, 24, and six on 58% shooting. And... 45% from the free throw line. Ouch. Yeah, that's... Ugh. That's ugly. That made Dwight and Shaq look all right. <laughs> but, yeah, stupid numbers in four seasons in Philly for Chamberlain. And they uh, didn't even go over the steals or blocks because they didn't, I guess, count them. They didn't, they didn't they keep track of them. So who the fuck knows what that would have been? Yeah. Oh, I bet the blocks is crazy. I bet it is. I well, bet. We, well, we I went know. over that in the Russell episode. We went over 
those guys' block numbers for the games we, that they did keep track of them, which was like you know a hundred game, right around a hundred games yeah. for their entire career. Which, and it was like it was like eight and seven. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at the like, very end. Yeah, eight and seven at the very end. I, I, I bet they're double digit if we go back all the way. Oh, I bet they had seasons where they averaged twelve blocks a game. Yeah, yeah. I bet they aver- I bet they would average seasons of triple doubles between points, rebounds, and blocks. Yeah, they would have done it. Um, he also made uh, the All Star game all four seasons in Philly. Um, he he has ten All NBAs, so I'm going to assume that he got some All NBAs in Philly. I don't know if they came in those four years, but so yeah, he you know obviously was very impressive. He won a scoring title in Philly. He won four rebounding titles in Philly. Yeah, those numbers are just crazy. <laughs> I mean, who's going to out-rebound this team? No one's going to out Wilt, Moses, and Charles. It's not like Doc doesn't rebound. And, yeah. <laughs> As I say, you don't have to worry about Allen Iverson. He's got these yeah. four guys behind him. Like the one yeah. week when AI, was- AI is going to play the shit out of the passing lanes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the one week in this we talked about in his whole episode about not playing defense, not as small as, he doesn't have to worry about it. He's got the greatest rebounders behind him. Yeah. I mean. Not just rebounders, but three of the greatest offensive rebounders, so there's going to be a bunch of second chances, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but all four of the other guys average over a block a game. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, he doesn't – well, you can't – I mean, they can pick him. They can drive past him, and when you got Moses or Wilt standing in your way – even Charles, I mean, Doctor J will come out of nowhere and block your shot. Well, and those last three aren't going to be shy about knocking you on your butt if you go down no. the lane. Yeah. yeah, not only that, but you're not you're not going to go you're not going to lower your shoulder and go through them. No, uh-uh. <laughs> and if you do, they're going to fight you. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, Barkley will fight you for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> now, this I don't know how much we're going to put this into it, but. Did the five of them actually play together between all the ego checks? Oh, no. Between the five of them? No, no chance. There's no way. No chance. Between Will and Charles and Moses and AI, Dr. Dre is probably the only sane one that would actually show up to practice. Yeah, but Doc, Doc's whole career, he struggled being the number one but refused to try and be a number two until Moses essentially said, bitch, shut up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now Moses is on this team, so maybe he gets him to do it. But at the same time, is Wilt? I mean, obviously Barkley would probably fall in line because Moses is like his mentor. But are Wilt and AI gonna fall in line? Nope. No. <laughs> AI ain't gonna come if he doesn't want to. Wilt's. I'm the greatest player ever. I do what I want. The first yeah. fight would be. Iverson's the point guard. He ain't sharing the fucking ball. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. All those other four guys would be like, uh, "Excuse me." Short yeah. stack. Give yeah. Ball, the ball, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, and Iverson's going to be like, no. <laughs> I'm getting my, no, I get I, 30 shots up every game, so you need no. to fuck off. You, know, you want the ball rebounded. <laughs> you, know, you know what the best part's going to be? Is one of these guys going to pull out an offensive rebound, and AI's going to be going, ball, 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 ball. Yeah. <laughs> He'll probably steal it from him and shoot it. <laughs> Although, from like a realistic standpoint, though, the I mean the the problem this team will have is, is shooting the ball. And yeah. shoot. Yeah. That's, that's my problem was right. egos and shooting. AI is their best shooter at thirty one percent. Yeah. Now, like we've established before, like we haven't figured everything out for our tournament, but outside of today's NBA, I mean, a lot of teams back in the seventies, eighties, nineties, they didn't really shoot a lot of threes anyway. But you know, like I saw some stat one time where like. It was, was it the 80s, I think, compared to, like, now, where, like, the average team shoots, like, 32 or 33 threes a game in today's NBA, and the average team in the 80s shot, like, six a game, seven a game, something like that. So, but talent-wise, I don't know if anyone, any Eastern Conference team has more talent than this one. I agree. That's that's an unreal starting five. <laughs> I mean, I know we talked about it last week. Where's Philly at with all of our teams? Are they our favorites? I mean, did you put them at your number one right now? I'd probably put them at number one just on talent. 
I mean, they're right there. I don't know that I'm willing to say that they are number one at this point. Um, because they are going to have some limitations. Obviously, shooting being right there. But also, you know, neither one of their backcourt guys played a lot of defense. Barkley's not really known for his defense. Um, so I don't know that they're going to be a juggernaut and actually staying in front of guys. They are going to beat you up on the boards. Um, well, their post defense and their rebounding will be, you know, their rebounding, they'll be the best rebounding team in the whole tournament probably. Their post defense may not, might not be the best in the whole tournament, but they're, they're going to be up there. Here's the thing. I think this team, it'll be interesting to, like, listen to us talk about how they match up with, like, a lot of the traditional teams. But mm-hmm. I think what will be most interesting is, like, if this team matches up with the Nets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Because <laughs> Moses is not getting up and down the court. Well, Moses is just going to back Durant down every play, but then Moses can't guard Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, um, no. It, it would be, it'd be Honestly, all over the place. You'd probably put Iverson. Probably with, put Wilt on Kevin Durant. And Wilt be athletic enough to guard KD. This is the end of the career, Wilt. 300 and some pound Wilt. So no. Oh, shoot. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, who's going to chase KD all over the floor? Doc. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> well, I mean, this this is also Brooklyn, Kevin Durant. But, right. But then yeah. if Bark, that means Barkley would have to match up against the Nets, Dr. J. Barkley can't do anything with Dr. J. Yeah, but then who guards Vince? Right. There's gonna, there's <laughs> to, we're going to have to give and take here. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is if KD and Coleman are standing in three-point land, if they send Moses and Wilt out to get the, like to out to guard them, then the shot, all the shot blocking rebounding that we just talked about goes away. Right. You know the crazy part is going. You know we're talking our way through this and and all this stuff. Even though this starting five, like just talking on pure talent, is I think pretty easy the most talented starting five from the East anyway. Um. But just sitting there talking about the mismatches and stuff just with the Nets, it kind of makes sense that the Nets would actually beat them, to be honest. I mean, it, I, I think it's as simple as if the Nets knock down threes, they'll beat them. I mean, you have Kevin Durant and Vince Carter, who are, I mean, one's an elite three-point shooter and one's a really good one. And then, I mean, Jay Kidd and Iverson will both have advantages you know, Iverson's going to be quicker than Jay Kidd, but Kidd's also one of the greatest perimeter defenders in NBA history and would bulldoze right through Allen Iverson and be a much better facilitator. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. There's just a lot of back and forth there. The Nets also have the younger version of Dr. J. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The better version. I mean, this team would definitely have the advantage in the post, obviously. But. Other than that, though, I don't like if the Nets got up and down, which all five of their guys could get up and down the floor pretty easily. Like this is uh, older Wilt and Moses ain't getting up and down the floor at a high rate. They're not. They're not. But I guess really what it boils down to is is what percentage from the field are Wilt and Moses going to shoot from right at the basket, and can the Nets hit enough threes to negate that? Right. Because if Wilt shoots seventy five percent or Moses shoots. <laughs> 80% because the guys guarding them can't guard them. Right. Yeah. Then it, the threes won't matter. But if you can keep them to like 58, 60% like their regular career numbers are, then you have a shot. Yeah. It'd be a, this would be, that'd be an interesting 2K simulation just to see how it yeah, went. Yeah. It would be. To see how it played out in the simulation. But this is our number one problem right here. There's no Barkley. Yeah. Now we create him. Yeah. I had to create Reggie. So is he a 99 then, Ray? No. You had to create your boy. <laughs> He's a no, 99. No, I'm not going to be unrealistic, you know. <laughs> Game of 98, didn't you? <laughs> Where's he at in the 90s? 91. No, okay. I'm playing. I don't know. I don't know for real. I mean, if he was a 91, I don't 91, I wouldn't. That would probably be fairly realistic for prime Reggie Miller. Yeah, like I said, it would be That's interesting. Shooting all the way up. <laughs> but I also think, like, you know, we we're talking through all this stuff and we're – making comments and thinking about all this stuff. But I also think it'll be very interesting to bring guys like Mark and Buddy 
and whoever else in here because they're going to have different opinions. Sure. You know, right. and they're going to have different loyalties. Uh, Mark is a huge, huge Moses guy. You know, and Doc. Those are two of his all-time favorite players. So, you know, just stuff like that. Well, as far as uh, scoring in the paint, this team is... They're going to win points Ridiculous. Yeah, but if you're playing them, if if it if the rules allow for it, you definitely zone them up. Oh, I mean, you're just going to pack the shit out of the paint <laughs> yeah. this team. Yeah. Like, Let them shoot. Yeah, we're talking about the Nets. Like, I'd put, like... Two, my, three zone. Here we go. I'd put three, my small forward, power forward, and center, like, literally just lined up across the paint. And then I'd put my shooting guard. I'd put Kid and Vince Carter, like, at the, the corner's... By the by, the free throw line. The elbows. Ain't nobody no. shooting. I'm gonna play it too. I'm gonna play a two lick. three zone. Yeah. Say so, uh, like if Iverson wants to jack Jason up a bunch Kidd of threes, Jason Kidd and Dr. J are gonna stand at the elbow. Yeah. And I'm just gonna have the other three in the lane. Yeah. Shoot AI. Shoot old Dr. J. Let's see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start boxing out down here. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously <laughs> Moses would go right through Durant, but if the entire team's just sitting in the paint, I mean, because I mean, look at this. I mean, shooting. they will get some, yeah. but like. The shooting is so if I, bad. If I lose the AI and Dr. J shooting threes, I'll take it. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's what you want. Yeah. You want them to jack up jump shots. I'd be yelling, shoot it, AI. I bet you won't. Shoot it. Oh, you know he will. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. He's shooting. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I, I bet, you know, the Denver team. Poses a similar matchup issue. Oh, dude, that Denver team, just the thought of them getting up and down the floor is mm. insane. Because they actually have a one or two shooters and a, a phenomenal facilitator in Jokic. Well, they have Jokic, who is a legit-sized big man, but he also shoots the three. At a phenomenal mm, right. rate. Yeah. He's and very is, efficient. And is a top-flight passer. And the reason he's viewed as a bad defensive big man in today's NBA is because they pull him out on the floor, yeah. not because he can't body up guys. Yeah, and a lot of these teams, he, he's going to be able to play down low. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this might be more fascinating than we think. It's, it might be harder to figure some of this stuff out. Indeed. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our 76ers portion with – Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Charles Barkley, Moses Malone, and Wilt Chamberlain as our starting five. And we are going to go into the next portion of our episode where it's uh, all emails. But uh, one of our emailers has actually sent us some trivia questions, so we decided we would uh, try and answer these questions. Actually, it's only one. Oh, just one. Okay, yeah. my bad. All right. But either way, uh, a question for us to try and answer so we're getting the boards back out we haven't had the boards What's out in that? forever i haven't seen these suckers in a long time gotta kick that bit <clears> off your well, board. i just need something to write on my board with Ready? hopefully all the markers aren't dried out yeah. Ooh, nice and purple oh mine's good enough to see an answer all right, all right ray our email guy all right this is from Lene Steele. hi guys i have a trivia question for you I don't think he got asked when uh, you did the trivia for football. If it did, just ignore this email. But <laughs> here's the question. Who's the only player in NFL history to record two safeties in one game? Oh, I don't remember that question coming up. I think no, she was right. I don't either. Oh, gosh. Has the safety always been around? Like the beginning of the NFL, yeah, I think so. I think it's been around. Oh, so this could literally be. I mean, as far as I can remember, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know it's not like Two a fairly new thing. Game. How do you know? I, I can't even remember a team getting two in one game. Please, so more or less, a player like this person tackled someone, or this person got tackled in the end zone. I think he must have scored. It said recorded two safeties, so I'm guessing it. This is the tackler. This is the person that's. So yeah, for, because recording yeah. it means it's a stat, and you don't yeah. get a stat for it as an offensive player. Okay. Who's the only mm. player? Oh, the door yeah. is open. Oh, sorry. I got one for you. Oh, thank you. I guess I must have been me. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I don't even know I don't who to guess. Know. Where to start with this? Yeah, I don't either. Um, 
He's gonna have to pick a defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, I guessed. I got one. I guess. All right, I got a guess. This brings back deja vu moments. Uncle Doug. Yep, I got one. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. I said JJ Watt. I said Julius Peppers. I mean Joe Green. I said Alan Page. The correct answer is Fred Dreyer. Oh, Freddie Dreyer. Okay. I'm not overly familiar with that name to be here. Neither one now, yeah. He um, uh, played for the, the Rams. Mm. Um, have you ever seen, if I'm thinking of the right guy, which I think I am, you remember the old TV show Hunter? Was it a detective show? No, I do no, not. I don't think uh, so. Well, that was Freddie Dreyer. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> he was one of the Rams that went on to be an actor. I like Freddie Dreyer. He was a good player, but I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I, Lene will be on me for not wow. getting it right with my team. Lene hitting you guys with a deep cut. Yeah. Good job, Nay. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know clue. And then <clears throat> I got just it, this one's a topic that she was asking. Another one from Lene. She wants to know, what are our thoughts on the Bronny James cardiac arrest? Well, I will say this is first and foremost, like we give LeBron a lot of hard times on this program, but um, nobody would hope for his son to have a heart attack. I mean, that's right. awful. Yeah, and any eighteen-year-old having a heart attack is just so yeah. so crazy. Um, so I, I guess I would just say, you know, prayers to Bronny James. Right, glad um, he's home and recovering. Yeah, yeah. They had a video playing the piano yesterday at home, so it looks yeah. like he's doing a lot better. Um, I did read an interesting article about this, mm. and there is a difference between cardiac arrest and a heart attack. Oh, is there? That it, when you have a heart attack, um, that's usually caused by a blood clot or a blockage that stops the the flow of blood. Whereas cardiac arrest is when your heart can't pump enough blood to keep up with what you're doing. Well, I guess that makes a little bit of sense because I saw um, ESPN had a cardiologist come on and said that um, he... This is usually associated with a heart condition, and most people with conditions like this have to stop playing sports. Yeah, which was you know, which is even more crappy for the situation. Not only did you have something happen to you, but then you have to give up your career right before it's even really even taken off. Right, you you just got your scholarship to play Division One. You're yeah. So, like I I think I would just say. Prayers to Bronny James and the whole James family. Yes, very much so. And, you know, I'm I'm glad that he's all right and recovering. And regardless of what happens to his career, I hope he's all right. Yeah. And another thing in the article I was reading, it says it's, it's very good that it, I mean, it's not good that it happened, but it's good that it happened where it did. Right, yeah. Because oftentimes, under these circumstances, you don't survive. Yeah. And the fact that he was where he was at, got immediate medical attention, you know, made all the difference. Yeah, he could have been at a park shooting right. shooting by himself or yeah. playing, you know, and just died yeah. right there on the court. You know, you're in the gym working out or whatever, and that happens. You're probably not going to recover. I mean, yeah. you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Very sad story. I, I mean, I hope that Bronny is... You know, a few months from now, we forget this, and he's playing at USC, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it doesn't seem likely, but hopefully that's the case. Right, yeah. Hopefully they can work it all out. All right, Ray, we got another email? Uh, I mean, we got some, let's see, I guess trivia answers. Uh, I asked one week, uh, what was the name of the dunk that Isaiah won the 94 dunk contest with? They might know the name of the dunk. Name of the dunk? Yeah. Ooh. I don't think I do. I do not. 
Mm-hmm. You want it with the East Bay Funk Dunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Did, did anybody get that right? Or uh, that was Lin, uh, Lene chimed it in. Oh, she did get it. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell does she know that? Man, she knows a lot of fucking questions. She, she be, be googling. Bl- yeah. Well, <laughs> she be hitting them on here, blowing my mind. And then, what was the Bucks' longest winning streak? Oh, I should know that because they, uh, the when T Mac was playing with Houston, they came right up to it. It's like thirty three games. Thirty three. Wow, I'm not yeah. sure. No, nope. no, it's uh, not that many. Twenty three. It's twenty. Oh, twenty. Okay. 20. Then let's see here. And then I had one where I asked, "What is the Heat's longest winning streak?" Oh, well, that's the one with LeBron. Go what's like twenty nine, twenty eight? Because they were they were getting close to the Lakers, shouting distance to the Lakers. Yeah, because yeah, then the Lakers like thirty two or thirty three. Was it? Did they do like twenty seven? I think twenty-seven. Yeah, oh, go away. There you go. Yeah. Then let's see. Because the Bulls beat them. I think Derek Rose and the Bulls beat them. Mm-hmm. They snapped their streak. Yeah. And then, what was the the Grizzlies originally going to be called? Oh. Well, they were originally origi- Van- they were originally in Vancouver. Vancouver. So something to do with you know like. The Vancouver. fucking Yeti or something? The Vancouver Ducks. <laughs> the Vancouver Oilers. Uh, Vancouver. I'm going to go with uh, the snowman or something. I'm going to say it's not an animal. I'll just say that. Uh, what kind of, what is the uniform the police wear? A Mountie? There you go. The Mounties. <laughs> I'm glad they're the Grizzlies. I don't ever say Mountie. I had to concentrate to say it because I always say Mount Me when, when somebody talks about the Canadian police. I, I didn't so, even know what any of that stuff was. Is that a Mount Me? <laughs> I think in Canada, you know, when you start thinking of Canada, you just think of some of the weirdest stuff. I hope nobody from the listening is from Canada is offended by this. Yeah, like the Vancouver maple syrups. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, one of their hockey teams is named after a leaf. So, yeah. Yeah, the hockey teams are interesting names. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one is the Laker who outscored the entire team through three quarters. Was that Kobe, Kobe? when he scored 81? Yeah, that's Kobe. Yeah, so yeah. it's got to be Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all caught up on trivia now. Way to go, Lene. Whipping ass again. Um, seeing headlines here on the... ESPN, you know, we talked a while back. I don't know whether we did it on air or just among ourselves about gambling and how we thought we'd see some trouble come up. Who would have thought it had been Iowa and Iowa State? Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> and what you was know? it, like 15 counts or something? Yeah. I mean, it's. it's oh, that, that we've had like from eight State. or nine NFL players suspended here recently for gambling. Three Colts. Yeah, yeah, the Colts yeah. are just gambling. <laughs> now, some of the some of the NFL stuff is because they're doing the betting at team facilities. Yeah, which is you know wait till you're at home to do it. I'm not sure what all is going to end up with this Iowa Iowa State thing. Yeah. This mm-hmm. one, Iowa and Iowa State were neither being a little scary. Well, I mean we we all know about point shaving back in the day. That stuff yeah. was real nuts and real real widespread in college basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean they made a whole damn movie about it. Blue no. chips. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, not not only that, but if you if you if you ask Mark, Mark thinks that the uh, the UNLV team was trying to point shave when they lost to Duke. He thinks they were trying to get the game back close and then lost control of it and lost. Right. Because they were up big, and 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 he's like. Uh, he's like, it's almost, he felt like they quit trying and 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 let Duke back into the game. But then when they went to turn it back on, There's it didn't work because right. some one of them fouled out or something. Like one of the uh, I don't remember Anthony, uh, the point guard, Greg Anthony. Greg Anthony fouled Greg out, Anthony. Oh. Um, and then like it just went sideways on him. Well, and you know if you're when you back off, it's hard to turn it back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't their coach from back then eventually get? Yeah, he oh, was in what, trouble. Shark or, was, or whatever. He was, shark the shark. Yeah, he yeah. was involved in some Canyon. shady stuff or something like that. He was tied I, to the mafia. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that that Lakers show, the mafia kills one of his buddies. 
Yeah. Season yeah. two comes out. The, the, this, this I'll month. be interested to see how this goes because the Lakers aren't going to win. <laughs> I just want it to be historically accurate. They did a bunch of stuff that wasn't how it went in real well, life right. in the first Don't season. Don't the Celtics win in 81? I, I need to rewatch yeah, it. The to Celtics remember. win. Yeah, I think Celtics win. Yeah. 81. That's the Cornbread Maxwell MVP series. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They did. They did. Two or three. And Paul West is going to get fired here soon. Pat Riley will take over. Yeah. That will happen. Like they, they completely messed stuff up in that. For, I, I need to go back and rewatch it to remember what they were. There were two or three really big things that they got yeah. completely wrong that weren't what actually happened. Yeah. In real well, life. they, I don't know. They did weird things. Like they were making things a lot bigger than they were for some things, but then they took other things and dialed them back. Like they completely, they they completely dialed back the uh, what's his name, all coked out on the floor. Oh, um, Haywood. Haywood. Spencer Haywood. They completely dialed the Spencer Haywood thing back. Yeah, they did. And I was like, if you wanted to make something a really big deal, that's something you could have made into a really big yeah. deal. Like, and it would have been completely true. Yeah. Then they make Kareem and freaking Jerry West look like absolute douchebags. <laughs> they did make well. Kareem Jerry is West. a douchebag. Like that's his whole thing. Like he, everybody talks about how big of an asshole Kareem is. Like they did make Jerry West look really bad. Yeah, no, Jerry West is like, like uh, pretty much a scumbag through the whole movie. Like yeah, the like the opening the opening scenes of the first episode, he's banging a chick on his desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, they did. They uh, they did Jerry dirty. They did. They they really made him look. He's like, just constantly mad at the world. Yeah, it's, it's he like he storms around. Yeah, it's like he's got it, like real issues. Like well, he beats that trophy. I mean, to death. I read a couple, <laughs> couple books on Jerry. Is this and the one that's on Jerry HBO had, Max that you're all talking about? Yeah, all yeah, time. Be, Jerry was very hard on himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did have demons as far as you know losing those championships and when he lost, but I don't think he was that way with everybody else did jerry really hate magic that much and didn't want to draft him because they make that a big deal jerry thinks Cindy moncrief is way better than magic i don't think i i don't think that was like unheard of at that time though like magic was really good at michigan i'm not saying he wasn't um magic wasn't quite magic yet right. and Sidney moncrief was a big deal yes he was Sidney moncrief was a very big deal yeah, like so. I yeah, I don't I don't remember whether Jerry West wanted to draft Magic or not, but I I don't think that would have been an unheard of opinion at that time. But yeah, by the way, the the coin toss thing. Yeah, if that's really how they did it, that's dumb. Fun. Like they did it over the phone. Yeah, no, they could have easily yeah. lied. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Walking yeah. like, how do they not just say Lakers, you win, or Bulls, you win? Yeah, right. that is the like, dumbest. Why would you not be in person and do it? Like, who would ever agree to that? You know, I think maybe they really did do that over the phone. I think I'm I did look it up after really they did. I think true. you're right. I think I did look into it afterwards. I mean, they may have had a representative there, but the big shots were not there like they would be today. Hmm. You know, no, they, so they would probably be televised. televised. Today yeah. we televised everyone. Yeah, everybody have their phones out. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. Everyone's on their radios. Well, listening. it would be a prime time special. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who gets the rights to draft? Honestly, am I the only one? It should, I, the NBA needs to get rid of the damn lottery. The lottery's stupid. Yeah. It screws teams over every year. It's just another excuse for NBA fans to say things are rigged. Yeah. Just go by the damn uh, ske- the schedule. Whoever has the worst record gets first pick, so on and so forth. Don't be like, well, we're going to do a drawing. Right. and then So then fans can go... Well, how come LeBron's team keeps getting the first pick? How come uh, the Ma- uh, uh, Magic and Larry's team keeps getting the first pick? How come uh, New York keeps getting the first pick? All these things come up constantly because we- they're able to screw with it because we do this lottery thing. Yeah. yeah. But if it was just going off your record, nobody could accuse the NBA of cheating that. You could right. accuse you could. You could accuse teams of losing on purpose, but we all know the teams are losing on purpose as it is. Right, they, they tank now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have heard them say that maybe you need to take the, the bottom four teams and um, have a tournament 
winner gets the number one pick. Ooh. Like I've that. often said Make I'd like him like I'd that. like him to take the draft, get rid of the lottery, and then flip flip it. Whoever's the closest to the playoffs gets the first pick. So, like, you know, 16 teams make the playoffs. Whoever's number 17 gets the first pick in the draft. So you have, so if you're at the bottom of the league, your goal is to do whatever it takes to win more games. Right, not be the bottom. Not be the bottom, yeah. Don't battle to the bottom. Battle up. Right. And, I mean, we're just threw this idea out, and we just came up with a couple ideas that we've heard people throwing around. Why can't the NBA do this? Yeah, and by the way, I I could give two shits about a midseason tournament, by the way. (laughs) It means nothing. And Obviously, I'm going to watch because I'm a huge NBA fan. I have League Pass. I I watch a ton of NBA games. And apparently half the tournament is going to be played during – during regular season games right. anyway. So, yeah. I so it's not like it's not, it I'm going to tune into a regular Tuesday and on TNT and it's going to be but tournament this games. This is a tournament game. Right. So it doesn't completely make sense to me. I guess I need to look more into it. But I don't care. Like, even if the Magic win, what does it mean to yeah. me as a Magic fan? Yeah, an extra paycheck. I mean, but it doesn't mean anything to me. Right. Nope. It means nothing. People and, said here in 10 years it's going to be a legacy changer. No, it's not. Just because I have six mid-season tournament championships, that doesn't mean I'm... I really I really could see uh, not the regular season ones necessarily. Well, maybe even them, really. But the big-time stars, set them out, too. They don't care. Right. They don't need an extra $100,000. They? They yeah, they don't need $500,000. Like, what's LeBron need five hundred grand for? Right. What's Durant need five hundred grand for? What's Ka- Kawhi, Paul George, uh, any of these guys need that? Now the guys at the end of the bench might be excited for five hundred grand. Guys yeah. on the league minimum deal, yeah. yeah, they'll be playing their heart out. <laughs> so how how does the WNBA work their Commissioner's Cup? Because that's essentially what this is, pretty much, right? Does the WNBA have a Commissioner's I Cup? Know, I don't even yeah. know that. To be honest with you. Yeah, they, is, got, they got some kind of mid-season tournament thing. Well, the, uh, apparently the mid-season tournament thing is huge in Europe. The soccer leagues do it. It's big in soccer, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. First of all, I don't follow the WNBA. Well, no, I don't either. I just – No one does. That's the problem. So so how do they work it Work it during the soccer the soccer league? They might know that one. Well, they 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 just play a tournament in mid season, right? But it's but it's super it's super prestigious. It's been around for like fifty years, right. and everybody uh, wants to win it. Oh yeah, their that's their soccer tournaments are totally different than yeah. <laughs> the but middle of the NBA season, they just created this thing and said, "Hey, everybody, try and win this tournament, single elimination tournament." Well, you have to make people care about it. I don't yeah. like like here's my thing. Like, I think I said this a couple episodes ago. Make Make what they get a big deal. Like, hey, we're going to give you an extra $10 million in salary cap space. Yeah. Or just for the season, if you win for the rest of the season, you get an extra $10 million in cap space or whatever. Or you get an extra draft pick. You get the first pick after the you, you get the first pick after the lottery. Like, you get the 15th pick. Yeah. I mean, something like that's going to yeah. give them some incentive. So, didn't they do something with the, the MLB All-Star game there for a while where it's like – so, whatever side ones they got home home oh, advantage which, that's World Series. Series. Yeah, yeah, I hated that. That's but, yeah, I hated that too. <laughs> but the, they were trying, you yeah, know. They were trying. It was, it yeah. was worth a shot. Was, yeah. <laughs> MLB All Star game. The American League basically wins every year. <laughs> Besides this year, nationally, I yeah, they won. they broke a nine year drought. The National yeah. League did. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. That decides. Then why should I even try about winning regular season games if my side doesn't win? Then it's just about making the playoffs and making the World Series at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to look up uh, all the inaccurate stuff in winning time, and for the most part, like half the show just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty bad. It's tough. When I was looking at it. I mean, it's HBO. They That's what they do. It's, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily yeah. factual. I it's going like, to get like people they, that aren't real basketball fans to watch. I feel like they could have made the show. Inter- I mean, the Showtime Lakers were pretty fascinating and had some pretty crazy characters. I feel like you could have made a super good show. Just make it factually correct. Right. Some so of the stuff they messed up was pointless. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff going on between... And not just the Lakers, but like the Celtics and everything, 76ers and I remember just everything happening at that. When I was watching it, like some of the performances and the teams that they're playing in certain situations of that season, 
were like the wrong teams. Like they didn't have them playing the right teams in certain like playoff matchups. And they had like, they had, uh, it was like one of Magic's big all time performances. They had him doing it against the wrong team. Like it was like stupid stuff. Like in the article I was just reading, it said they had Kareem Abdul Jabbar do a couple things in the series to make him look like a giant jackass. But the things they had him do, like he never did. Like I guess in the show, they had him like, cuss out some sort of like child actor he did he cu- had him cuss out a kid yeah, yeah. Right. And, well, he article, never did that yeah I said that never happened yeah. it said a uh, magic um, impregnating Cookie's friend in like episode 7 or something that never happened um, they pretty much said most of Jerry West stuff never happened right um, they said they never uh, Bus Dr. Bus never offered Jerry well, well I can't say his last name the guy from UNLV. Turkania. Never offered him a job. He said he got offered a job two or three years before that, before Bus even owned the team. He said Bus never offered him a job. I really think they just wanted a reason to bring Turkania into the show. Yeah. Because he's such an interesting person. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. There were, uh, Jeannie Bus didn't work for the franchise until after she had already graduated from college and did other stuff. So the whole her being really young and be, trying to be a part of it, that, that never happened. Like... The article pretty much just disproved half the season, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> they did. Larry's so dirty. <laughs> yeah, he's such the interesting depiction. It's, it's uh, yeah. it definitely got. The... They made him. It's like they went down to like in the deep south and <laughs> yeah. pulled out this fucking retard redneck guy, and they're like, "You be Larry Bird." <laughs> like, yeah. Here, here's your chew and your can well, that you I can. Mean... The, they really rednecked it up. Yeah, they the, did. They did. The nickname the Hick from French Lick. Yeah, they, they found to the extreme. Yeah, I feel like some non-basketball fans were big parts in making this. I'm not saying. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying none of them knew anything about about the NBA, but I feel like some important people that made that show. Well, yeah, you know, like we said, they're going for more entertaining, not a documentary. Yeah, but right. I don't know. I I, I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous. Well. The guy that they got to play Pat Riley, like, I don't know. I thought like they, like they could have got a, a lot better looking guy. No, that's what I was going to say. Pat Riley is like a sex symbol. Yeah. And yeah. like, and they like, got Adrian Brody. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, the guy, the guy is fugly. Yeah. yeah. yeah Adrian Brody not. is a good actor. That's who they is, got? He is not fucking Pat Riley. I haven't watched it. They got Adrian, the dude that played in that Predator movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really? It's Pat Riley? Yeah. yeah he's got, I his, know. got a nose like out to here. Yeah. And he's all like super, super skinny. Like Pat Riley was like a you know really good looking guy. He was like, a professional like, athlete. He wasn't. 6'5 and played yeah. basketball for University yeah. of Kentucky. Yeah. yeah the, I, I mean, he went to the national and, title game. Well, then he, yeah, yeah, he, he was yeah. in real good shape and slick back hair and always, always wore like nice suits and stuff. Like Alex said, like he's known for being this. Good looking, always looking good, you know, guy, always dressed up. And like, I just feel like the depiction of him wasn't yeah. great. They kind of made him into a bit of a pansy at the beginning, too. Yeah, at the beginning, he didn't like, like him announcing with that other guy. He's made... like kind of depressed and moping around the first handful yeah. of episodes he's in. And I don't know. Hmm. Well, there's so many things they did with the show that you just couldn't know. Right. Like, yeah. they have scenes in like Kareem's house. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously we take liberties and stuff like that and everything. But, like, they have, like, bigger, like, interesting things happen. You're like, well, we have no idea what Kareem and his wife did at his house that day. Right. You know what I mean? We're not, Nobody's ever going to know. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. I feel like some of the stuff that they altered or just made up, some of it, I don't really think it made it that more entertaining. It, for basketball fans, for me, it just irritated me because right. some of the stuff I knew didn't happen. Right. I mean, being a Laker fan and watched during that time yeah. period and read the book it's supposedly based on, it was tough. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what it... <laughs> and, and if you're going to make a giant TV show about an iconic sports icon and sports franchise, you're retracting all the mega sports fans who know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I feel like lying about a bunch of stuff is just kind of dumb. But, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember how we got on this topic. We're just kind of talking about everything right now. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, right, season well. two is coming out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they were making a better season job two. with season two. Yeah. 
Be are they gonna are they gonna make like ten seasons? That's like the whole eighties. I don't know. Probably depends on the ratings. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they keep flashing back to things that happen at the end of his career, you know, with the whole HIV stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're that's what they're leading towards. Yeah, is. it just depends on whether they're gonna do time jumps or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if we're just gonna And if these seasons are only seven, eight, ten episodes long instead of a normal T V season which is a little yeah. over twenty. So they can do you know yeah. they could do three seasons of that and only amounts to one season on a regular show. Yeah. And I think I think this next season's not just gonna be one year. I think they're gonna do more. <laughs> Because it looks like they're fast-forwarding through it. Because mm. it, it looks like they're, they show Magic watching Larry win. And that's going to be in 81, oh, okay. and it shows Magic and Westhead getting mad. So I think 81 is going to be much quicker. I think yeah. they're gonna. I bet they go through 81, 82. Maybe. Yeah. I bet they do a couple do years. They, Maybe they'll fast-forward to Magic's next year. What happens in 82 and 83? Do they win one of those Well, years? they play the Lakers. Lakers and Celtics play the one year. Because the Lakers don't, come, they don't make it back the next year. Larry and them win, don't they? Larry wins in eighty. Larry and the Celtics win in eighty one. Right. But they don't win again until later. Don't the, don't the Celtics win again in like eighty four? Yeah, it's eighty one, eighty four, and eighty six. Right. Yeah, because eighty six yeah, they yeah, say is that really because yeah, eighty four they 80, beat the Lakers, yeah. and then the Lakers beat them in eighty five. Is eighty six their iconic team? Yeah. Yeah, with them? Walton and those guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then what is it? Eighty eighty three is when the seventy sixers win, right? Yes, yeah. and see somewhere in there, Magic gets hurt. So I, I bet th- they lose a year of Magic because he breaks his leg or something like that. He gets hurt and misses a big chunk of one of those seasons. I, I think that's right. Don't they play around with the Magic and Norm Nixon backcourt for like three, four years, and they eventually ship Norm off, and then Magic fully takes over the backcourt? Well, yeah. And eventually, James Worthy will see, show up. Have to bring in James Worthy and Kurt Byron Grant. Scott. Is Kurt Rambis there yet? No, not yet. Rambis. You know they're going to have some goofy-looking guy there with goggles. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, what they did to some of the other characters, who knows what Rambis is going to look like. Oh, yeah. That'll be... Well, if, yeah. if I have, like, Zach Vilfanakis out there playing Rambis, <laughs> the fat guy from The Hangover. Oh, no. That's Zach Vilfanakis. Yeah. yeah. No, they'll probably have Sheldon from Big Bang Theory put on some goggles. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it's multiple uh, years, this next one. Could yeah, be. I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Paul West said it will get fired. Yeah, right. Because I saw one of the clips that says, this isn't all about magic. I'm like, eh, Dr. Best thinks it is. Well, I, I know this isn't basketball, but I believe Netflix is getting ready to come out with a documentary about yes. Johnny Manziel. Well, I think it came out in August. Oh, no, it's already out. Yeah, it's out. Oh, it's it came out, out, it came I out yesterday. It, I watched like the first episode. Ooh. Well, so, that and the Florida Gators. Oh, you got a Florida one now? Yeah, too? about... About that team. Tebow, Hernandez, Pouncey Twins, Percy Harvin. Well, it's like, I can't remember. I think it's like almost half of the roster got arrested at one point. I I didn't watch the Manziel one. I watched the first episode of that uh, Manti Teo. Oh, I already watched that one. Yeah, I watched that one. Dude, that is nuts. What happened? That is the catfish catfish thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he transitioned. Did you watch the newest one, though? Mm -mm. He goes, like, he fully opens up about the entire situation. And it... It's what he the, transitions. It's He's a woman now. Crazy. Manta Tail? Yeah. No, no, not Tao. The person that catfished him. Oh, I thought even Manta Tail was a woman. I was like, well, he was just a linebacker like two years ago. <laughs> He's married with a wife and like. Mm. Yeah, he got catfished during that his what, oh, that that national that championship that year. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. he's not the one. That looked just like him. No, really? <laughs> like, no, it's oh, not But no, I want to watch this Florida one. That does sound because there's like 15 people on that team that got like arrested for stuff or something like that or well, that's, trouble. Well, and Cam Newton's there for his freshman year. That's true. Because then he transferred. But he gets kicked out of school for yeah. stealing laptops. Yeah. Right. And we let him go to Auburn and win a high like, like, who was it? Somebody was like, uh, it should be called Tebow and the Convicts or something like that. Like, What well, is, you have Tebow on one end who's like prays and does all this stuff and then you have the rest of the team. Well, I mean, People focus on Hernandez, obviously, because what he did was nuts. <laughs> but the Pouncy Twins were no joke either. Mm-hmm. The Pouncy Twins did some crazy shit. But uh, yeah, there's, there's more that we're not even naming. Yeah, we're not yeah. even naming well, them. Percy all. Harvin was there. Yeah, like there's a there's there's a handful of them. 
They were. But I'm super interested for the Johnny Football documentary. Did it? Did it drop, Ray? I don't know. I know. I know it's coming sometime. Maybe it did drop yesterday. I don't remember. It's possible. But I know it's coming soon because I saw it on one of these upcoming. Is it going to be on Netflix? Yeah. It's one of those because you know they have that sports documentary line Mm -hmm. they keep coming out with, and they're all pretty good, I think. Yeah, watch the Manti Teo one. It's I don't have Netflix. Oh, it's uh, it's absolutely insane what the person that's catfishing Manti Teo does to like. It's too much to explain right now, but you just just watch it. All right, well, we've talked about yeah. everything here. So if you guys are looking for a nice show to watch this weekend, go ahead on Netflix and uh I don't think anyone's going to watch Winning Time after what we just said about it. I mean, it's interesting no, to watch. Winning Time's entertaining. If you're just, oh, looking, yeah. if you're just looking to you'll yeah. be entertained, it'll entertain you. Uh, well, if you want a true documentary about the Lakers, no, that's not it. You're talking about that 81 season? Yeah. Uh, Magic only played 37 games that oh. year. So there was an injury there. What was his? Do you remember what his injury was? You know, I want to say he did broke his leg or yeah. See, they're not something like that. Make ten episodes on Magic only playing half a season. And like I mean, they'll they'll good. just they'll just spend time with him being like depressed, doing rehab or something. Yeah, and the Lakers struggling, or they'll do a bunch of like flashbacks to him working out other stuff like with his situation yeah. later in life. And they'll they'll show him like sitting sitting Couch. watching TV and bird hitting threes or something and like, breaking the fourth like wall and saying he'll get mad and <laughs> get motivated. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. wins? Who wins in eighty two? Lakers win in eighty two. Okay, so I bet eighty one is the first five episodes, and eighty two is Magic's Revenge season. Right, and then Lakers win in eighty, eighty two, eighty five, eighty seven, eighty eight. So you get. The Celtics in 81, the Sixers in 83, Celtics in 84, Celtics in 84, and then the Celtics in 86, Lakers and that's it, right? 88, and then the Pistons, Pistons in 89. 89. Pistons got 89. So, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> We appreciate you tuning in for this 76ers episode, and we would appreciate you tuning in next week for our Phoenix Suns episode, which I think will be an interesting one. I've yeah. I've done something interesting with my Suns, Suns team. I think it'll be interesting to see what everybody else does. Dan Marley. Yeah, Dan Marley, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly what I was talking about, Ray. I, that's, I was reading your mind, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Dan Marley connoisseur over here. Yeah. But... Uh, we also would appreciate some more emails from everybody, not just not just my mother. Um, Sports the Nemo way at gmail.com, everybody. Yes, yes. And thanks for tuning in to Sports the Nemo way. <laughs>